80s horror fans, you are in the right place right now. Horror fans in general, you are in the right place right now. Friday the 13th fans, especially from Jason Lives, you are right where you need to be. Nancy McLaughlin fans, this is your episode because we have her here with us on the Terror Express. Nancy, thank you for being here. Oh, thank you. We are going to talk about some of the things that you are offering your fans, where they can meet you, what they can do when they meet you, maybe some photo ops. Um, we're going to discuss that in a little bit, but let's first talk about Lizbeth. Let's let's talk about your role. Did you audition for Lizbeth? How did how did you come about getting Lizbeth served served to you and say, "Hey, play Lizbeth"? Um, because uh, the writer director I knew pretty well, and I was afraid of scary movies. Always afraid of scary movies. And yes, that's um, what makes them fun. Exactly. That, yeah. <laughs> So he um, got the job to do, and in the only thing he had to do was bring Jason back. That was the only requirements. Everything else was up in the air. Mm-hmm. So every time I saw one of those movies, I would say things like, why are you running out in your underpants saying, who's out there? Who's out there? <laughs> you see a guy in a mask. You're going to go the other direction. <laughs> right, so right. Sort of written for me. Because it was it, it was a, like a kickback to like the 40s kind of clippy banter. And yeah. she, there's no way she was going to do this. I know a lot of fans really flock to Lizbeth. Then the her your death scene in that movie is iconic with the, the American. Now, it doesn't say express. What's it say? Es- express? Es- express. It, I don't know what it, it says. On it's the a, little, I, it's a little. I watched bit. it. I watched it today. Excess. I think there's two words, two letters, two letters missing. Excess. So I had spoken with you before. Let me show this to listeners. I'm showing this this really, really cool pendant that that makes us twins for this episode. But um I had I had talked to Nancy on the phone um months ago. This was actually years ago. Do you remember this conversation? It was years ago. You you had yeah, you had told me um that filming your scene, if I remember correctly, that that mud puddle was heated. It now, must have been 90 degrees or something. So that, that makes me wonder, was this an actual outdoor puddle that they had heated oh. or was this on a set? It was Crystal Lake. It was literally <laughs> in Georgia. And it was at a camp scene. And it was 18 degrees. It was, mm. oh yeah, it was... 18 degrees with wait with a wind chill factor minus something. Wow. Mm. And if you see everybody around, you'll see everybody with huge fur coats and huge fur everything. I yeah. had no idea they were going to heat the mud puddle for me, but they did. Praise God. They heated nice. it. And it was nice. lovely. But getting out was a challenge. So you had to do it all. Oh, yeah. To get yeah. it. Yeah. I, I can imagine it'd be like jumping out of a hot tub in the, into the winter weather. Getting out. And on top of that, we were at a real camp, which had stall showers, and it's the winter, so and they mm. never had warm water anyway. So it was mm. ice cold water, no stalls, no anything, trying to get this rich, thick clay mud that took approximately three weeks to really get out. But I wasn't going to wait. I got as much off as I could. Yeah, I yeah. Many clothes as I could. It was, <laughs> 
freezing. It was. Oh, I bet. I bet. Now, are you familiar with? Are you familiar with Judy Aronson from Part oh, Four? I know her name. You, yeah. yeah, you've. She she was actually in freezing water during her entire shoot, and I think she actually got hypothermia. And it was Ted White who says, "No, we're done. You got your shot. If you put that girl back in the water, I'm done." So, and I, if, if I believe. Oh. God bless. In my conversation with her, she had gotten hypothermia, and she says, Jason saved my life. So I'm so glad that he did your mud for you. Jason didn't. Jason almost killed me. Well, actually, I almost died literally twice, too. And that was CJ in your scene, correct? CJ was wonderful. CJ was yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Jason didn't try to kill me. But, um, <laughs> but they didn't get the proper glass. They had real glass mm. there, and they used a real spear. Ooh. So the spear slipped. And it wasn't supposed to, you know. It, mm, yeah. And so it slipped. It missed my head by this much. Wow. I mean, and I that looked full force. Yeah. Wow. Then, of course, I once again, oh, I can do the mud puddle scene. <laughs> they viced my head underground. And I'm not claustrophobic or anything. Yeah. But my head is like this, under, tilted back. And <sighs> they... The regulator and the regulator, the mud slip seep down. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to be a good egg, but I can't breathe and I can't anything. Right. So as much as I could hold my breath over a minute, and then I raised my hand because they wanted it perfectly still. Yeah. Yeah. So then they bring in another regulator, thinking, oh, that was a broken regulator. It wasn't a broken regulator. Regulators can't go in mud and can't go in that direction in mud. So the producer got very annoyed and just said, just keep your head down through. And I did. So in a sense, in a sense, you were on some form or level waterboarded during the filming of your scene. Talk about an artist who would die for their for their work. That I that, heard them that, call that, lunch. Yeah. I heard them call lunch when my head was still viced under. Yeah. I went, I'm gonna die. They forgot about me. <laughs> I couldn't believe they forgot. About wow. Me. So how long were you under that? Do you recall? It was over a minute. The, the how, last one. And how long were you in the, the mud puddle? Oh, in altogether? The mud puddle? Or underwater on in the mud puddle altogether? I was the in the mud puddle about eight hours to 10 hours. So we get to see you actually almost killed on film and waterboarded. What other what other installment in this franchise are you going to get that? You're not. You're not. But Lisbeth didn't die. Lisbeth lives. Lisbeth lives. Yes, I love that. And we've got some cards. I'm gonna I'm gonna share listeners if you check out I love I love it and I do want one. I we I know we've discussed this. I'm definitely gonna get one. Now, listeners, I'm gonna put some links in the description um where you can go to see where you can can uh check in with Nancy about purchasing some really cool items that I've never seen. And as a collector, I'm really excited about uh, getting, getting my hands on uh, now. And we're also going to have links to every, everything we discussed, all her appearances. I know you have uh, something coming up in New Jersey. We're going to discuss a little bit. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to the fans. I've already yes. spoken to a couple, which is so exciting. And um, today I had to call the hotel for whatever reason i don't recall why i know why i needed a rack for the jackets yeah. so i could up. and um they were so nice the hotel people seemed so pleasant and stuff and they're so excited about friday the 13th but it's not just friday the 13th 
mean, there's going to be so many reunions of casts mm. there yes. that yes. I'm looking forward to meeting. And it's just going to end actually um, a Christmas story is going to be there. Yeah. Oh, nice. Peter Billingsley. And yeah, I used to go to acting class with him. That's awesome. That will be a lot of fun. I I love, I love a Christmas story. What is the date? What is the date that just chiller is going to be running that you'll be there? October 27th, 28th and 29th. All right. I'm going to put that here. This information as well. I'm going to make sure they have full access to you. And whatever, whatever um, she sells at Chiller, unfortunately, if you can't make it, you're just going to lose out on it. But like I said, contact her when she returns and see what she has left and see what you can get your hands on. But don't miss the opportunity. Head to over to head over, get over to New Jersey and go see her in person and have have a blast. Have a have a great time at Chiller. And you too, Nancy, have a great time at Chiller. I know it's going to be a blast. One of the things that I like to discuss with my guests is um, real life supernatural events. That's one of the things that I wanted to kind of set apart myself from the other podcasters out there. And you did tell me you have a real life supernatural experience that you can share with the listeners. What what happened to you? The man I used to know was huge into all that. So we'd go to the most haunted this, the most haunted that. The most haunted. So we went to the most haunted Airbnb in California. And uh, there was, it was an old farmhouse, and there was this huge turret and this huge ranch and turret to the top. And we got that room because that was the most haunted room. I had no idea why. I don't want to know why. I don't care. We had a five-star Michelin restaurant. There seemed like <laughs> love people down there. I can play Scrabble while you play with your ghost. <laughs> and my my parents happened to live pretty close. So the kids were with my parents. So we went to this place. And I'm playing Scrabble down, walking the grounds. I'm having a beautiful time. And it's about dinner time. So I go back to get him. And he's, he's up in the turret with a candle and, and all these dolls around him. And excuse me, we have dinner reservations. We gotta get going. And so he left. So he went, went downstairs, and I noticed he had left the candle on. So I blew it up. So we went to dinner. Three fourths the way to dinner, he went. Oh shoot! I forgot to blow out that candle. I didn't say anything. I thought it was funny, and um, because he always tried to scare me all the time. <laughs> So he went back and the candle was blown out. And he went, you didn't blow it out. Did you blow it out, Nancy? I went, don't say, I didn't lie. I just said, don't try to scare me with your ghosty stories. <laughs> I said, we're doing this, we're doing this, but we're not talking about that. No, I just want to know. Just not going there. Um, you and your candle, la, 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 just back and forth. And so he was like so blown away by the candle being blown out. So we had dinner and everything was lovely. And we go back and I go to bed real early because I don't want to be a part of the ghosty stories. And so it was a bedroom and then there was a, a bathroom and the, off the bath in the bathroom were the stairs up to the turret. So um, about three o'clock in the morning, I don't know what time he went to bed. I went to bed early, like 10-ish, 11-ish. Yeah. And um, I woke up about three with yeah needing to um the call of the wild which was in the room next door 
And mm-hmm. I don't believe in ghosts. I'm believing that. I'm gonna believe Christ above all that. So it's not a scary thing. I just didn't want to go. <laughs> I don't believe. <laughs> I don't care. I just don't want to do it. I don't know. So for a half hour, I argued. And then I went, just go. Don't be so stupid. Went <laughs> back to bed, closed my eyes, starting to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I feel someone tugging at my blankets, mm-hmm. pulling them hard. And they're coming off me. And I'm tugging wow. back. But I'm not opening my eyes for some reason. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. back. I'm going, okay, he's snoring. It can't be him. Then I feel a cat, because I we had cats and dogs, but I felt yeah. like a cat jump onto the bed. And you know, cats are kind of distinctive. And when yeah. they jump on the bed, they you just they just can fly out of anywhere and they just jump on the bed. Yeah. And I felt the cat roaming around. And then the cat was gone. Then I felt there were so many different things. Um the last one, I didn't talk about this forever because I didn't want to spread the stories. Plus, I didn't want my kids to hear it. Plus, yeah. I didn't want to. The last thing was, and I'm praying big time with my eyes closed. I never opened my eyes. I don't know why. I felt like a 10-year-old girl walking up my body. You know, footsteps, one side, one side, one side. You feel the bed go down. You feel yes. the bed, feel the bed go down, and then I felt like someone's face right here, like mm. like my daughter's. Like I could feel the breathing, but not feel the breathing. I felt the presence so strong, mm. and I just prayed and prayed and fell asleep. Then about five thirty in the morning, six o'clock in the morning, I wake up to another cat to the blankets being pulled another way. Um, what else? There's something more. It was, oh, a breeze. The, it started out with a big wind. All the yeah. windows were closed. No, there was no wind. There was nothing. So after about a half hour of going back and forth about this, this point I'm trying to kick down. I'm like, I don't want this. This isn't for me. This is for you. I'm trying to kick him awake. As soon as he awoke, everything disappeared. So it's like 6.30. Everything disappeared. Nothing more happened. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Tell me. I promise. I promise. I did blow out the candle last night. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But this happened. And this happened. And this happened. He goes, Nancy, you were reading about it. And I went, I wasn't reading about it. Every yeah, no, experience. something something was something was aware of you, and it was definitely it trying was to make you aware of that. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, you're and giving me every chills. Experience, every experience I had was textbook. Most people only had one of them or yeah. two of them. I had all like five or six exact replicas twice. Wow. So you, you you were accused of reading about it, but you hadn't. Never. Did you ever, not even after the fact, you don't know what happened in that room that would um, make it active? Yeah, of course I asked then. Okay. Well, I was asked, of course. <laughs> um, and I even wrote out, before I read it, I wrote yeah. out exactly what the experience was. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think to read about it, unless you read about it in a book or something, 
to read it there, yeah, you have to sign off on it so people would know if you're making something up or something right. like that. There right. were a lot of rules about this. Um, and I did write out exactly, but literally I would not tell anybody, which really bothered the other person. And the other person was very annoyed that he's doing, he was up till I later learned one o'clock in the morning with his candles and his little sands and his little dolls and his little, this, why a doll is because it was 10 year old girl. And like the child you mentioned and the cat. Okay. That's not creepy at all. Exactly. That's, and that's terrifying. She went up there to ring the bell for the farm hands to come in. Yeah. Something in the stairway and the cat. Mm. It's terrible. It's terrible. I don't understand it. Yeah. Never understand it. But what I don't think we understand 90% of the world of what's going on, really. There's so many areas we'll never understand. I just right. know is the victor. And that's what gave me peace because otherwise I still don't want to talk about it because right. I don't want to scare people and I don't want to put out, but I also don't want to lie. Right. To lie would be wrong too. Right. I told so the not, truth. I did let blow up again. So not, not <laughs> telling the story would be not lying. Well, and thank you for sharing it here. Tommy. I didn't lie with Tommy either. I just yeah. don't. No scary stories. Don't right, 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 right. Don't. <laughs> right. As soon as I t- admitted to blowing out the candle, then he wouldn't believe me for the longest time. <laughs> I mean, I was crying. I mean, it was very emotional. It yeah, was that would be. And that would be. Yes, it would be. And yeah. there, so when I was doing the, um, as you say, the American Express little card. Yeah. On the yes. So that there was things in where customer service should be. I went, I just really need to put the Lord on this. I don't know what, how I'm going to do it with this stuff. I don't know how, but I just have to. And oh, out of my mouth went Joel 1-9, Joshua 1-9. I went, where'd that come from? And I went, Joshua 1-9. And the Lord commanded, be strong, be courageous, be not afraid. Always know you if the Lord your God is with you. Let's talk a little bit about um recurring nightmares uh that that you've had what is the most i won't say terrifying nightmare but what's the most memorable disturbing nightmare that you've had well i would say recurring mm-hmm. disturbing mm-hmm. until something inside me would wake me up and not wake me up i'd be totally in my nightmare or or it would happen in dreams too. And I'd say, oh, I can do that. I'm in a dream. Uh, but in a nightmare, a monster or somebody would be trying to get me. And I'd say, this is, this is a nightmare. This is my nightmare. I'm not going to let, a, no, this is going to be a dream. This is my sleep time. It's going to be a dream. <laughs> I kick monsters out of my, my nightmares. But the most, I and I do think, you know, as you sleep, you know, there's your day is going to affect you. And yeah. I wake at this very, um, it was high end. It was called the Old World Restaurant, and a lot of movie stars, so many movie stars, just ridiculous. I to say my nightmare was, um, I would have people two at one table, two blocks away on Sunset Boulevard, and I keep running down to fill up their champagne 
because I can't bring them their food and apologizing and saying, I'm, I'm getting uh, the eggs were just not the properly cooked, you know, trying to make up these excuses so that they wouldn't leave. And I felt, why did they sit at a table in the middle of home? <laughs> so that was really a scary, scary dream that I happened more than once. Do you still have that dream now? Even though it's way never, never so just why you were. Yeah. And good, my good. other dreams, I have great reoccurring, wonderful dreams that I still yeah. have. And I kind of feel like sometimes I'm living it, you know, in yeah. a, one room in my house. And then all of a sudden I found, oh, I didn't realize if I opened this store, there would be another little house that was stocked and the refrigerator's full. And this is full. And I now have a, um, an Airbnb. So it's like I have, and I have a barn that I'm turning into a tiny house. So it's like I have house. How, oh, it's getting bigger. And this, and this, and this. If ever you can blend out California, you know, where you're staying. Yeah. I'll My, stay in so your Airbnb. Your, your audio cut out a little bit, but I'm I'm pretty sure that's what you said. Yes. What's it what's it called? Are we should I put the information there? Lindale's Hillside Cottage. All right. Lindale's Hillside Cottage. What city? Saltwater pool. It's Glendale. And it's like close to everything. Glendale is like 10 minutes from Universal, 10 minutes, five minutes from Warner nice. Brothers. I mean, I, I go home it's from lunch at one. Perfect when I was location. Doing, yeah, perfect location to everything. Yeah. To the beach. I mean, the beach is 20 minutes, 25 minutes, but. Oh, that's, that's still, that's still a good, a good setting for everything to be right in the middle of all that. Hiking trails right behind me. So you can see from my cottage, I have a saltwater pool and then right behind that's literally hysterically quarter of a block up um so i can boast of saltwater pool and mountaintops <laughs> well it must be a beautiful beautiful view from your pool probably a very relaxing spot to be do you have any fears or phobias or what is your i know everyone has them what is your biggest fear or your biggest phobia uh, rats. <laughs> this morning. Um, and I, a friend who's so terrified of rats, so terrified of rats. I, she called me and she was working for me, doing something. And, and she, she didn't call me. She was at my house and she's like, I can't go home. There's a rat there. There's a rat. I went, I'll go. <laughs> do, do, do. <laughs> so I, I guess I don't really think about it ever, but to me, outer space would be scary. Yeah, it is. I think the. The, the blackness, the yeah. unknown, the cold, the vastness. It is. That is scary. Um, what What's a little funny fact about yourself or a, or a fun little quirk about yourself that your fans may not know but would get a kick out of hearing? Um, with my kids, raising my kids, very madcap and like we would do things like um this isn't like a bad quirky thing and this is just i'm trying to think of something quirky that a fan would find interesting but yeah now, yeah i would have disneyland day so like they get dressed for school and they'd have be in their uniforms i'd make them lunch and stuff and we would just drive past their school and go straight to disneyland <laughs> nice that's do fun that times a year that and is fun. Like as soon as we got for, far enough in the beginning they weren't sure because sometimes i'd do it and then i turn around and come back and so they, as soon as they got to a certain point, it's just, it's just, it's just, 
<laughs> so they never knew when it was going to happen. It was just spontaneous. Oh, always. That's what made it fun is just doing something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. That that would, that would be a great thrill to think you're going to school and you're not, you're going to see Mickey Mouse. Yes, you are. One of the last questions that I asked my guests before we leave here, uh, and I'm going to give credit to this to a, a co-host that I had in my first season. Her name is Vanessa Young to write. She would ask the question, what do you want your legacy to be? And I like to continue that question when she's not here. So what, what Nancy, do you think you would like your legacy to be? I definitely would like to be known as someone who planted seeds for the good. Um, who kindness always mattered and that that the world would wake up and love, but that's a legacy is hard that I could be of some value that I would be the person and give what God would want have created me to be. Yeah. And I think that's a very powerful answer. I think that's a beautiful, a beautiful legacy. And I think if you can get one person, if you can inspire one person to be kind enough to another person and that, third person smiles because you've inspired the second person. I'm trying not to tell them that Chrissy Snow from Three's Company here. If you can inspire a person to make another person smile, I think that your legacy has been very well rooted. I had a great time tonight talking to you, and I thank you again so much for coming on to my show. I really appreciate you. Thank you very, very, very um, much. Bless you. Bless you as well. Shiller, chili. <laughs> I don't know the plot noise. You know what? <laughs> I'm going to put that on there. <laughs>